Hello, and welcome to this special episode of the North Boroughs Beat. If you lived in the North Boroughs in the 60s and 70s, especially if you were in high school, you probably remember the popular musical group, the Wee Jams. The original Wee Jams were made up primarily of Avonworth High School students, with lead singer Bill Dell as frontman. Over the last 50 years, the Wee Jams membership has changed and expanded to outside the North Boroughs. But their core dedication to upbeat doo-wop music has remained constant. Today, I'm happy to welcome Bill Dell, lead singer of the Wee Jams, to the show to talk about their history and what is happening now. get started barry had a little combo they called him in early 60s 62 63 and and he played sax and sang a little bit they only had four guys and um and this somewhere, would be barry hoffen yeah barry hoffen and uh somewhere around 1966 um i got involved with the group uh by accident i was always i never i was very shy when i was younger so when so I went to a rehearsal, and uh, they wanted me in the group. Actually, Barry did not. He says, we can't <laughs> afford another guy. So I sang for a couple or three years for free. I was the only guy that didn't get paid. Mm-hmm. And uh, it evolved, and then we uh, won the ABC recording contract. There were 400 groups in Pittsburgh that competed. We, we took a first. Oh. And we actually signed with ABC Records when groups like The Impressions and um, – Ray Charles was with ABC at the time, and our parents had to sign the contracts because we were underage, and uh, our drummer, Phil Soretti, was actually from McKee's Rocks. He was all business, and we were all, the rest of us were immature little kids. (laughs) So Phil pushed and pushed and pushed, and um, the thing with ABC finally fell through. I think we got three royalty checks for $75 a piece or something (laughs) like that. And the group disbanded in the uh, late 60s and because guys were going to college and everything. So we got back together in the early 70s because Dave Stroney from Emsworth kept coming to my house wanting me to come back and sing again. And I said, the only way I'll do that is if Barry Hoffman's involved. So we both went to a rehearsal in Emsworth. We both joined a group. That's when the horns came into the band and... Um, we had a four, three-piece horn section, and um, that lasted for a few years, and then that kind of went by the wayside. Mm-hmm. So we didn't perform for years and years. Uh, we got involved uh, or back into it um, when they did the uh, fundraiser for the Soldiers and Sailors Memorial, and uh, we did a show there, got a lot of the original guys back, Steve Meyer, uh, Augie Neidhart, uh, Jim Halliday, who who passed away, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And um, so we started performing once or twice a a year in the the 90s. Then Barry wrote the song Patty Ann, and it it 
literally was it took off like a rocket, which kind of surprised me. And um, the Stronies and some of the other guys in the band didn't want to do any original material, so they went their way, we went our way, and Barry and I put together the group that we have today. And we started out with five singers, and all of our guys do sing lead, by the way. I'm not the only lead singer. So when we perform, uh, every guy has his own style, and um, it really uh, is unique. And, and we're probably the only true a cappella group left in Pittsburgh. Uh, most groups today are using tracks, and but we sing straight a cappella. We've done tons and tons of a cappella shows. Wow. Um, if you go on YouTube, uh, we do the national anthem for the Pirates. And when we did it at the time, uh, Steve Blass, and there was a guy on the team, Craig Wilson, that said, we hear this every day, every day. And you guys, we've never heard it done that well. Um, That's great. And <laughs> I always thought it was extremely good, other than the Whitney Houston version. And I'm the John Philip Sousa big band fan mm-hmm. on that song. I, there's nothing like hearing the original, just instrumental of the national anthem. So true. So uh, we started recording CD after CD, and we were still doing a lot of 45s because Pittsburgh is a really niche market for 45s. Our last one was in 2012, and we finally quit doing the the, uh, the 45s. We have a new album out. Uh, we've had four number one songs previously in the Carolinas in the beach music market, two of which made uh, the beach music cash box uh, top 40 for the year. Uh, the first year we uh, sent our music there, we had number 14, a song called Most of Those Pretty Young Girls was number 14 for the entire year. Uh, we also had a song that came in at number 40, so we had two songs in the top 40 for, for 2008, and then we had two additional number one songs since then. Uh, we have a brand new album out, it's called In the Big City. Two songs on that album are, are charting. It's uh, the title cut in the big city, and uh, one called "Left the Broken Heart." But let's go back to the early 70s. Where were some of the places that you uh, would well, play? The late, actually, late 60s, the biggest uh, teen, there was a lot, there were a lot of teen nightclubs back then. Yes. Man Fridays out by mm-hmm. the airport was a house that uh, this British 
uh, gentleman and his wife converted into a teenage nightclub. They had all the walls were that flat black with the uh, mm-hmm. black lights, and <laughs> and we would go out there, and it would be packed, and they sold Coke and potato chips and so forth. And he was one of these guys. He always tried to. I can remember he'd say, "I really didn't do very well tonight. Um, how about if I give you each five dollars?" So we'd work for five bucks a night, you know, which covered gas back then. You could fill your tank for three dollars. Uh, there was another place out there called, uh, I believe it was the Last Resort, which was a church uh, right up the street. Uh, there was a place in Swickley. It was in the basement of a church called the Id. But the okay. one I loved the most was there was an old uh, shelter up on the hill at a. Uh, Acord Park on Camp Horn Road. They called it the Midnight Hour. I was hoping you'd say that. Yeah. And we played there with groups like the Electrons, who did a cover version of Ain't No Big Thing, and it was a pretty decent hit for them. Mm-hmm. And we had You'll Lose a Precious Love out at the same time. Mm-hmm. And uh, But those, those were just fun days. I mean, nobody had a care in the world. It was a different world. And all the kids would come from Bellevue and Avalon, Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, there was one right uh, up here in Avalon. I can't remember the name of it where we we did shows. Um, it was just a great time. That's great. Oh yes, I remember the midnight hour. It was really a, a great amount of fun. Uh, I'm sure a lot of our listeners remember the midnight hour also. Uh, and that was before cell phones, so you had well, our, you had the full attention of the audience. Bless the day that there were no cell phones. <laughs> Oh, that's great. So where are you playing these days? Uh, actually, we've got three shows left before Barry leaves the group. And I, don't, I know we're going to stay together. I don't think we'll be doing any more a cappella after that. Uh, but August 3rd, which is coming up next Saturday, we're at the beautiful Oaks Theater in Oakmont. They have all kind of seating available. Uh, they have a cash and food bar. You can do table seating or theater seating. There's not a bad seat in the house. We'll be there with our 12-piece band. Show starts at 6.30. All you have to do is go on theoakstheater.com, or you can call 888-718-4253. But this is going to be our third to the last farewell show to Barry. Um, then August 24th, we'll be at the Lamp Theater in Irwin. Oh, that's great. Uh, the Oaks Theater is such a great venue. It is. And for people that remember the old Bellevue Theater, it kind of reminds oh, me of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. All the the- there's a lot of the theaters that are coming back now, and they're using them uh, for mm-hmm. music. They just completely restored the Roxanne Theater in McKee's Rock. I Rocks. saw that, and that's that's really good news. It's fabulous. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, the Oaks Theater, that would that would be a great place to see the Wee Jams. And the definitely. fabulous thing about all the theaters is the acoustics are just impeccable. Mm-hmm. They really are. Oh, that's great. But it's been a long run for us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we started out as the name changed to Wee Jams in 1966. Mm-hmm. So do the math. <laughs> Barry and I have been together since. Um it's amazing. We're the only two original guys left, and mm-hmm. it's going to be really tough for me emotionally to continue without them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy that replaced Louie that passed away last year, Frank Zuri, uh, he was with a lot of great groups in the past. He was the lead singer uh, in the 70s in a group called Diamond Rio, which had some national hit records. Mm-hmm. He was with the Jaggers for a while. They had national hit records. He's currently with the Skyliners. Mm-hmm. Um 
he had groups, uh, the silencers and, um, oh boy, there's another group he has and I can't, can't think of the name of it, but, uh, he's always out there performing great to work with and, um, hopefully the show goes on. Have you ever had any women sing with you? Uh, actually, Laura Rose, her father graduated from high school with me. Her real name is Laura Rosday. Joe Rosday had the studio in Emsworth, okay. and he did a lot of our recording. She sings with the Pittsburgh doo Big Band. And I've thought off and on about maybe bringing her with us. Um, we'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, but she's <laughs> tremendous. I mean, she mm-hmm. really is. Um when she sings a song and you record it, you don't even have to worry about, you know, tuning any bad spots. I mean, she's got great pitch, and mm-hmm. that's very important. Uh, you know, back in the day, even with Motown, they got the full orchestra, strings and everything in the studio and recorded the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, I don't think there's a group out there that could do that because, <laughs> the, I don't know, I don't, I, want, I don't want to say the talent's not there, but maybe it's a combination of the dedication and, and the talent is not there. Well, I think, like, even with his podcast, I know it can be edited, so, right. uh, and that ah uh, can be taken out. Yeah, I mean, I... now all the vocal tracks are set on separate tracks, and each instrument's on a separate track, and mm-hmm. and when you think what they did, some of those Motown recordings are so incredible, and it was just one take, you know, mm-hmm. they go in, they set up, they record, play it three or four times, and that's it. Well, I'm glad to hear that the Wee Jams will continue, even <laughs> though Barry's going to Arizona. Maybe he'll find it too hot out there. Well, you know what? I'm 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 going to do a book on that, and we're taking bets as soon as he leaves. I give him three years <laughs> maximum. <laughs> it is hot. I mean, it that's hotter than Texas, and I lived in Texas for quite a long time. Yeah, and, and if you like greenery, forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure he'll enjoy it. Good luck, Barry. But absolutely, don't we love don't him. forget love about him. Bellevue and the North Boroughs and the Wee Jams. So <laughs> and Betty Hoffman, all those great years writing for. City and suburban life in the cities. Oh, I know. She was, you know, a fellow Ben Avonite. I live still in driving. <laughs> still driving. That's that is wonderful. She's she's definitely an icon of the North Borough. Absolutely. That's wonderful. Well, I really have enjoyed having you on the show today, well, and thank, uh, you. thank you so much for you know telling us about the Wee Jams and giving the current situation and, and some history. A lot of good memories there. Yes, it's it's incredible. It's like I said, it's been a great run. It's been a lot of fun and so many memories. Yeah, I know a lot of Avonworth alumni. We have a Facebook group called uh, the the Classic Years, Avonworth the Classic Years, and I know that many of the people from that <laughs> Facebook group will enjoy hearing you talk about the, the Weegeums and the Midnight Hour. I hope so, and I, I really would love to see some of those at, at our last few shows here. Well, that sounds good. So that it's August. Saturday, August 3rd, the Oaks Theater and Saturday. It's a little far on the la- on the, the next one. It's uh, the Lamp Theater in Irwin. Both okay. beautiful theaters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I think it would be worth the drive, and especially the Oaks. The Oaks is really a nice venue if you haven't been there. I really love it. Like I said, there's not a bad seat in the house, and you can sit at a table and eat and drink if you want, mm-hmm. or you can even you can see the stage perfect from the bar. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's amazing. Now, just to be sure, is the is it Saturday? Saturday, August third. Is it the third or the fourth? I hope it's the third. <laughs> Don't you have a calendar there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, it is the third. All okay. right. That's, it is the third. Okay, so that's correct. I'm not as brain dead today as I usually am. Okay, I'll, we'll have to edit that. <laughs> or maybe just keep it in. What the heck, you know? So, all right. So, luckily for the iPad, uh, I can, well, I can check to see if it's the third. Thanks for having me here. It was really enjoyable. Thanks, Bill. You take care. All and right. thanks, everyone, for listening to this special episode of the North Boroughs Beat. Uh, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or... Google Play so you never miss an episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, we ask you now to please rise. And gentlemen, please remove your hats as we honor America. Here to perform our national anthem are William Dell and Wee James, featuring Louis Chiappa. So proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars.